0: Today's Swole Fam Spotlight is from Bruce. What's going on, Beaches? Welcome to the Daily Swole Podcast, episode 2665. It's Wednesday, August the 23, and Bruce writes, It is great to be a part of this group. I haven't been here for a long amount of time. However, I have learned so much from reading the posts and watching the videos. Here's my story as of today. In mid-July of 2018, I decided that I needed to lose a lot of weight and work on my fitness. I consulted my doctor. She suggested that I eliminate foods that are high in carbs and sugars. She also explained the keto lifestyle and caloric deficit. We spoke about having an active lifestyle. I weighed in at 448 pounds. I am 6 foot 8 inches. I was morbidly obese and super tall. Damn. Damn. So I started eating as per her suggestions. I started moving, standing for longer periods of time, walking, taking the steps instead of the elevator, parking further away, etc. When I felt that I had lost a good amount of weight, I followed up with my doctor. I was given the okay to go to the gym and start working out. I have been and still am adjusting my caloric intake as the weight comes off as of March of 2020. I weighed 295 pounds, lost 153 pounds, no more pre-diabetes, no more sleep apnea, no more high blood pressure, no longer morbidly obese or obese. I am in the overweight category. There's still some more weight to be lost. I also went down 12 inches in my waist and three shirt sizes. My BMI went from 42 to 30, gaining muscle and feeling great. I'm not finished. In fact, I will never be finished. I am in this for the long haul. Thanks for reading, Bruce. I know Bruce is still crushing it. That was from a year or two ago. What an amazing post and just an example of what can happen. Just an example of what can be done when you take control of your health. And that's what we do here inside the Fam. We take control of our health. We take control of the controllables. And what are the controllables? Your habits, what you do day to day. Like Bruce was saying, of course, he didn't lose all the weight just by parking further away from stores and taking the stairs instead of the elevator. But those are the little things. Those are the little things. Those are the little things that you need to do. Those are the little things that you need to pay attention to. And all that is possible. And so much more. Of course, if you are applying all of the seven pillars, you're eating properly, you're lifting weights, you're making gains, you're taking names. That's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. It's about making those habitual changes, little by little, and being in this for the long haul, just like Bruce was saying. Down 12 inches, lost 153 pounds. People, many people in this country especially, are pre-diabetic. You're not officially diabetic based on your numbers, but you are pretty much, you're on the, the highway. You're gonna be there in a few minutes. Uh, Sleep apnea, imagine not getting quality sleep, right? Something that's preventable. Um, Let's say you can fix your sleep. You're going to lower your stress hormones. You're going to feel better. You're going to lower your risk of all-cause mortality, heart disease, dementia, all these different things that are byproducts of not getting quality sleep. That's fantastic. And I, I don't want to hear excuses from people. I know every single one of you watching or listening, you have a lot of things that you can make excuses for. You have busy schedules. You have one, maybe two jobs, maybe you're a single parent, maybe you have three kids, five kids, one kid. It doesn't matter. We all have the same amount of time in the day and we've all made decisions and choices in our past that we have to deal with now. So we all are dealing with the consequences of our choices. The question is, what kind of consequences do you want in the future? The choices you're making today are going to be the consequences that you deal with in the future. So maybe you made some choices in the past, we all have, that you could look back and if you could go back in time, guess what? You would make a different choice. Shocker. You would make a different choice. Maybe you got pregnant really young and if you had the choice, maybe you would go back and make better change, make a different choice. But at the same time, a lot of people that had that situation, they would never want to be without their child. They would never want to undo that even though it was stressful and even though, yeah, there were different choices to be made. Maybe, uh, I don't know, you you got into an accident because you were out drinking. And yeah, that was preventable, but maybe something else would have happened. Maybe something worse would have happened if that didn't happen. You you never know. You never know that cascading effects. Bottom line, we are all products of our choices. Sure, there's genetics, environmental factors, and things that we can't control and could not have controlled. But in the future you are gonna be dealing with the consequences of the choices you make today. So what choices are you making right now? And why make bad choices? Why consciously make bad choices? Because you are gonna be dealing with the consequences. Think about the past. Think about the choices that you wish you could have undone that you're dealing with the consequences of now. Why? (laughs) Right now, you're in a time machine. Right now, you're in a time machine for the future. Right now, you are in the future and you're going back to today. So today is now. What are you doing? What are the choices they're making today? That's going to lead to the consequences you deal with in the future. Let's make them better consequences, shall we? Let's make them better consequences. All right. Round of applause for Bruce. Fantastic. All right. If you want to join Bruce, myself, and the rest of the Swole fam, come on. Don't wait a second more. Join the Swole fam today. SwolenormousX.com. And of course, check out the merch store over there at papaswoleo.com. Use code DAILYSWOL for 10% off. we got new releases. We'll have more coming up this next Monday. Uh, fantastic, fantastic releases over there and make sure you get your pumpkin spice and cover your nips with some awesome. Fuck your pumpkin spice apparel. We have all that stuff and all the Halloween gear. Uh, we are about to shift over into full blown Halloween mode, but, uh, you know, fuck the holidays, make some sick fucking gains seven pillars every day. I see everyone coming in. We got Brenda, Dan, Chantal, Riley, Andrew, Cerny, Dusty, Dudge, Sheldon. Welcome Barrett. How we doing fam? Uh, drop a thumbs up, hit the thumbs up button, share the stream. If you're watching live, share it with your friends. Uh, hit the thumbs up button, subscribe to the channels. And if you have not yet left us a five star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, please do so. Uh, again, big shout out to Bruce. Keep crushing your brother. And let's get into today's episode 2665. The following program is rated TV M A N O C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised.
1: It's white cis men who are a part of the far right winged ideology of fascism.
0: You have poor mental health.
2: I let my wife sleep with other men. White shenanigans.
0: You don't need to virtue signal this hard. Unvaccinated. I'm a simp. It's called a cuck. Cis soy bitch. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and
1: a major cause of death.
2: What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience.
1: Pizza is a vegetable.
2: Your fat phobia is your problem.
1: It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it.
3: Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me.
1: This is for you new people.
3: I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits.
1: This day we fight!
0: It's a bee, The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 2665 of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeve cast, and sleigh cast in the Realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. Oh, what's going on, Beaches, Booshes, Busters, Hustlers, and is It's your boy Papa Swole, you're back with another episode. Today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you as powered sponsored by Everson K2 Flexing on all you beast.
3: Bich-
1: okay. The
2: fucking Catalina wine mixer.
1: The fucking Catalina
0: wine mixer. All right, fam. Welcome to the gain stream. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Hopefully you went to the fucking gym. If not, how dare you? You shall be going how dare immediately you? following this stream. Maybe you're out there at the gym right now making some gains. So if that's the case, good. Good as it should be. How we doing, fam? Welcome to the stream. Hit the thumbs up button. Let's get right into today's episode. We have an amazing nut to bust, but first, let's take a look at the Tainty Man. He's sleepy after his nice long walk this morning. And of course, the church. Cute. The church is on the perch. She opens her eyes. The church is on the perch. And the Tainty is, well, he's just being the Tainty Man. All right, fam, hit that thumbs up button. Let's get into today's episode. We have uh, a lot to get into. First, let's make an announcement. Tomorrow's episode is private for members only, but have no fear. Join the Swole Fam over at SwanArmusX.com and never miss a single private live stream. We have our roundtable event tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Live call with myself and the rest of the Swole Fam. come up on stage, live chat. It's a great time. We just shoot the shit for two hours, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Tomorrow, Thursday, August the 24th. 6 p.m. Eastern Time, round table fitty, round table fitty. And of course, when you join the fam, you can listen to all the previous ones. So you have 49 other ones to catch up on. Wow. That's a lot of wow. listening. That's a lot of ear fucking. But enjoy. Enjoy. And go back and listen to some classics. Some of those are just absolutely fire. There are some epic roundtables in there. All right. That being said, let's get into today's episode. Fam, drop that hashtag down below. A lot of you know what it is and what it do. Let's get the Falcon. Let's get this party started.
1: Ow. Oh.
0: Got some gains, gonna make those gains, Oh, we making gains, gotta make some gains. Alright, hashtag execute more for a chance to win today's swole card. Now let's get into that tip. Hoo-ah. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. Nice and moist today's first swole fan post is from Kata. What's in the box? Carter writes, what's up, Swole fam? I'm Carter and I'm 23. That's 23, just to translate. I've been lifting for some time now, but finally decided to get serious about it and get my nutrition figured out. I work as a lineman, so I already have a physical job and want to continue building strength and work on my mobility. <clears throat> Excited to join the seemingly great community and better myself alongside all of you. It is not just a seemingly great community. It is an amazing community. Gorillas, welcome, Carter. Welcome to the fam. All right, we have one from Tatiana. And Tatiana writes, hello, I start tomorrow, the preparatory week for the 90-day dash. I'm super motivated. Mm-mm-mm. Just dot, dot, dot. I don't like yoga. Matt gaming. And there are three days of yoga in the program. I would like to know if you think I can find something that replaces it at least to have only two sessions per week. Thanks, Tatiana, do the program, do the program. I don't know what you experienced before. I don't know what you think yoga is or what you think yoga is not yoga is not yoga. There are many different types of yoga. It has a a place. So do the program. You will learn to love it. And I'm not sure what your experience is. So Tatiana, I don't know if you're watching live. I would love to hear some follow up. Uh, This is in the Facebook group, so you could comment on it. And let's see what Tatiana's experience is. Uh, A lot of times people have had a bad experience about something and just kind of blanket. Judge an entire, you know, an entire division of fitness and spirituality. So yoga is fantastic. Do the program, do the program, do it, do it. I would not recommend replacing it with anything else, especially, especially when you're in the 90 day dash, especially when starting it, I would do it as it's designed to do. You could always do more mobility stuff and other types of mobility stuff moving forward, but do the program and you could always do swollen seven mobilities. In addition to that. Okay. You don't have to call it yoga. It's actually called swolga, but I don't, again, sometimes people say, oh, I can't do yoga because I have to sit still or I'm not flexible. So I I hate yoga because I'm not flexible or mobile enough. Most people are, most people, if they think it's boring, it's not boring. They're just super, super anxious people and they're really, really tight, tightened up and wired up. So they perceive it as boring just because they're not really paying attention or they're they're too scatterbrained and their attention's all jacked up because of food consumption or blue light or TV or social media. They just, that kind of different type of stress or the lack thereof is, um, stressful in itself. And also most people are extremely inflexible and extremely immobile and because they're not good at something, they don't like it. Well, welcome to practice. So, uh, how many types of yoga are there? <sighs> many. I mean, I would say at least probably 30 or 40 or 50. There's probably so many more than I even know of and it depends on how you categorize them, but there are many different types of yoga. Uh, let's see here. Michelle says, I think she responded to a couple posts and said she gets bored. See, you have to get over that. Alan says, if I remember right, it's boring for her. That's not a, that's not a reason. That's not a reason I understand people thinking, but again, why would people, why would, why would someone get bored with something that is so deeply necessary for the body? It's because it's not a, an action movie. It's because it's not constant stimulation. Understand that when people meditate, when they have the same type of mindset, they can't sit still and they're Oh my God, I can't sit still. I, I just can't. That's why you need it. If you think yoga is boring, you need to practice yoga. You need to force that. And if you think meditation is, you know, I'm too anxious or my my brain moves too fast, I can't do meditation. That's you're describing someone who desperately needs meditation. So you try doing a vinyasa flow. You try doing a vinyasa, you try doing a vinyasa level three and tell me that it's boring. So maybe you do, you do a vinyasa flow. You're not going to be bored. That's an excuse. I I guarantee that's a translation. It's very challenging and I'm not good at it. And holding the poses is really hard and I'm just get bored or frustrated is another word. Sometimes people have experience with a certain yoga style and it's like holding or it's more of a meditative type of yoga and they just quote get bored. But if you're getting bored with meditation or you're getting bored with yin, You're not thinking about it properly and you really, really need it. You really, really need it. So calling yoga boring is not the right word. Uh, In my opinion, that's a deep cry for help, like desperately needing yoga and meditation and that type of practice. Okay, so welcome to the fam, Tatiana. You're obviously in the right place. I would do the program as designed. And remember, you can swap out other classes in the yoga studio. So if you want to do the swolga, if you want to do a starter class or a level one class, you can swap those out. I would recommend doing the program as designed, especially at the beginning. But then if you repeat the program or further on, you can swap out different style of classes. So everyone go and comment on that post and give her some more support. Um, Don't avoid it. Don't avoid it. Um, Loretta says I find yoga difficult, sometimes boring, never people have no attention span. I agree. All right, let's get into, we'll get into some more questions. We get into knowledge cock. We do have some email responses. So if you're not on the email list, how many of you are on the email list? If not get on that, I know you tune in here, you listen to the show or you watch the show and you're getting your daily dose of knowledge cock. That's for sure. But if you need more, uh, help me help you. Help me stretch out your inbox. Now you might get a lot of spam and promotions and social emails, and you probably have all these filters up in your email. You just never clear all the messages in your inbox because, uh, it's just you're in your inbox. It's a town bicycle. Everyone gets a ride. Everyone's in there. Everyone's got your, the hookup and you're just completely stretched out. You don't even notice when you get a new email. Well, I will rejuvenate your inbox. I'll make it feel like it's 1993. You're on dial up logging into AOL 2.7. You've got knowledge cock. Get on the email list. Go to makeemailswoleagain.com and I will stretch out your inbox. I will make your email swole again. You'll be so grateful that you're on the email list and you'll be looking forward to opening your inbox. Let Papa in, let me in that box. Let me in. I want want in there. Let Let me in. We got a response here from Andrew. How soon can you see results? Andrew says, uh, people often never see quote results because we look at ourselves every day. We don't see the 0.1% change, but as it happens and becomes 5% or 15% change, we won't notice it because it takes so long to achieve. And I'm just going to interject here. That's like watching paint dry or the teapot boil. You know, you're, you don't notice those incremental changes because you're there all the time. It happens very slowly. So you don't notice it. That's why sometimes when you see someone that you haven't noticed for three months, all of a sudden, Oh my God, you look so much different. And you're like, really? I don't really know as much. It's because they've seen you three months ago. It's like a light switch for them. But for you, you've seen yourself gradually change every day. Uh, Andrew continues. We only realize our change when someone we don't often see comments. <laughs> I didn't even read this part yet. That shirt looks good on you. Hey man, have you been working out or the classic, have you lost weight? Progress is slow. Recognition is relative and self-improvement is never ending. Well said. Well said. That's why, that's why taking progress pictures is important. That's why progress pictures are important because progress pictures is your own personal way of time warping. So you might look at yourself in the mirror every day or step on the scale once a week or once every two weeks or measure yourself, or you'll notice your strength changes. This is why I track my weights and my reps and stuff, especially with maximum swole. And I recommend all you do that. And most of you track your workouts anyway. So I know exactly what I did for my chest workout five days ago or six days ago. Cause I'm not going to remember. I can train hard every day. I can train hard when I go to, when I lift weights and stuff. But I want to make sure objectively that I'm lifting more or that I'm pushing myself or that I have a target. And then I look at the paperwork and I see, wow, today I did, you know, 90 pounds for six reps or seven reps on a certain exercise. If I look back a couple months ago, I was doing 75 pounds for six reps. So I went up 15 pounds on that exercise and that's a huge increase in two months. And that's not a long time. So on the day to day, if you're not paying attention and you're not being analytical and you're not able to have those objective measurements, you're not able to look back two months and see what you lifted, how many reps and what you did. You're not really going to get that kind of satisfaction of, oh, I am making progress. Oh, I am pushing myself. I am doing it properly. I am objectively making progress because you're not going to feel like it. Sometimes you're going to feel Soggy. Sometimes you're going to feel flat. Sometimes you're going to feel like you're not really doing it properly. You're going to feel like you're dragging ass. And those day to day feelings, like I always talk about, you're going to feel like shit. Sometimes you're not going to feel like training. A lot of times you might not feel like training, but you still have things to do. You still have to get things done. And if you have those objective quantitative measurements, you can see that progress. You can see that progress objectively. And if you take those pictures, you might not think that you're making a lot of progress, but then you see a picture from three months ago. Whoa. That's the same way as if you don't take pictures, but you put on a shirt and people are like, oh my God, I used to wear these pants or this shirt and I couldn't fit for so long. All of a sudden it's loose on me. It's the same thing as before and after picture. You're getting that snapshot. You're getting that time warp. You're getting that time jump rather than that gradual progress. You might not have noticed that. And maybe you were bummed out for the past few weeks. You just don't feel like it. You don't feel like you just, you feel flat or something like that. You know, sometimes you just feel meh. You're just going through a funk period, but you're still making progress. And that's why those measurements and that's why those before and after pictures or charting your progress and your strength and your workouts, you can objectively see that you're making improvements and that it will invigorate you and help you move forward because you know, objectively, I'm making progress and you can get out of your own head. And that's why it's important to quantify these things and track these things because it can get you out of your own head. All right. Let's see here. So good response. We have another one. Uh, this one's from Jeff on the email. How soon can you see results? Jeff responds, results seem hard to notice unless you're taking measurements or lots of pictures. I rely on how my clothes fit and how I actually feel rather than how I look. All right, well, good man. Again, clothes fitting is an objective measurement. You're just not gonna notice it as incrementally um, as you know some other types of analytics, but clothes fitting is a great way and everyone's gonna have that. So whether or not you take actual circumferential measurements or you do before and after pictures, I, I just think it's really important. I think it's really important to make sure you're tracking uh, certain metrics. That way, you know, you're making progress. The thing is when it comes to, you know, stepping on a scale, that metric is not really hundred percent accurate because it's water weight. There's different compositions, compositions a little bit better and circumferential measurements, composition and circumferential measurements are better than the scale or all three, you know, taking all and pictures. So some of these measurements and some of these protocols are better to get multiple angles. So instead of having a two dimensional picture, you have a three dimensional picture of your progress. And that's a little bit, that's important too. So it's just important to make sure that you are looking at this from a couple different angles. And that depends. That depends on what you're able to do. But before and after pictures are great. And the other concept of the email is how soon can you see results? If you're setting yourself up for success and you're following the seven pillars and you're executing on those habits, you will see progress at the rate that you deserve to see progress. You have to earn that and everyone's going to have a different speed. So a lot of people are really concerned with how quickly it moves and things can, a lot of it can happen in a short period of time, but at the same time, it takes longer. It's always going to take longer than you think. So two months to make progress, if I notice on my chart or my composition book, I look back a couple months and I see, wow, I went 10 pounds or 15 pounds. It might not sound like a lot. I only went up 10 pounds or only went up 15 pounds on a lift. Well, if I look at the actual overall weight of the lift and I look at the percentage, that might be a 10 or 15% increase or 20% increase or an 8% increase. That's a massive increase. That's a massive, massive, massive improvement. And this is why we talk about compound interest. It's very, it's very similar, right? Compound interest when you're investing, uh, it's the same thing as training. Training is you're investing, you're investing over time and then your investments build up over time. And that's why when you're eating properly, when you're training hard, when you're recovering properly and you're making those incremental uh, improvements, it's going to magnify over time. All right. Good stuff. Let's get into some questions. If you have a question, drop in the comments, hashtag ask Papa Solio. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up button. Uh, Let's get into uh, the first question. If you have a question live, hashtag ask Papa Solio. I might have seen a question earlier. Um, Just drop in the chat again. Menonada, Menonada. Papa Solio, how to maintain physique while on vacation? Well, the only reason that you're not going to maintain physique while on vacation is because you stop lifting. Now, if you don't lift heavy weights for a few days, you're not going to lose all your muscle. You don't have to lift every day on vacation, you can go for a walk. You could do things you can lift once or twice total body and you'll maintain in the meantime, do like a couple, one or two sets per body part just to stimulate. But this, how to maintain this physique while on vacation. I think the problem is that you're associating vacation with fucking off and eating shit. Why does vacation mean eating garbage? that's what you're doing. People use the term vacation as an excuse to just pure debauchery and to trash yourself. Vacation just means going and doing something in a different location, essentially. Like, what's the actual definition of vacation? And let's bring it back to the original, right? Uh, Vacation. Typing in just vacation brings up a period of time devoted to pleasure, rest, or relaxation, especially relaxation, especially... One with pay granted to an employee, a holiday, a fixed period of holidays, especially one during which a school court or business suspends activities. So a period of time devoted to pleasure. Okay. So people like to like, Hey, well, my pleasure is just going to be eating shit, uh, rest relaxation. Okay. So a vacation really just means a reprieve from probably what you normally do. That's how I would loosely define it. In addition to this, it's like, Hey, I'm doing something different than what I normally do but it's focused on what I want to do. Right. It's a little bit of me time because you can have a staycation, right? You can have a vacation from work. You're not working. You're at home, just relaxing, working on the house. You might still be putting in effort and physical effort, but you're not working. So like, you know, maintain your physique. How about staying healthy vacation? So if you're in a different place, why do you have to still eat trash? Maybe you're in a different country. You're not going to eat the same exact things that you did at home, but you can still make good choices. So the problem with vacation is that people just go for everything, instant gratification. They just binge eat, drink, trash themselves. And then when they come back from vacation, they're exhausted because you beat yourself up on vacation. Then you come back to work or you come back to your schedule and you feel wiped out. Honestly, if you cultivate a life you love, then you're, you don't need a vacation because you're always doing things that, you know, fit, you integrate everything together. That's how I like to look at my life. I want everything to be part of one. I don't want to have to take, I don't need a vacation from my life. I love my life. I love what I do. And I love my day to day. My day to day feels like a vacation. You might have to work hard to achieve that. And I have too, but just because you're in a different spot doesn't mean that anything Should change like that. So maintaining your physique means, well, guess what you do at home? Then do that. You probably lift weights and you exercise. Hotels have gyms. You can go and be active if you're on vacation. You could still go for a walk. You still got legs. You still got legs. Go for a fucking walk. Go for a walk. Do some push-ups. Do some pull-ups. Go to a local gym. You're in another country. Fine. Guess what? other countries have gyms too. You can go and fucking have a workout. And again, I'm not saying they have to spend seven hours in a gym and your whole vacation revolves around the gym, but you can go and for half an hour, 40 minutes, you could warm up and do like a couple heavy, you know, warm up and do a couple of heavy sets for each body part, do a total body workout because you don't want to be crippled, sore, and fucking hobbling around. You can, quote, do some maintenance stuff. If you're going away from a, a week, Just do a couple workouts. It's not complicated. You'll feel better too. And you'll have more energy and you'll feel better psychologically and it'll keep you on your flow. And then when you return back home, you can just get right back into it. When people take two weeks off and they do jack shit, then they're like, well, I fell off from my vacation. How do I get back into it? Well, if you never fell off, you didn't have to get back into it. You just continue. You could just shift gears a little bit, right? Not everything has to completely change. So anyway, people use vacations as a means to escape, and then they just lean into all sorts of instant gratification, um, escapist behaviors, but vacation is an excuse, right? If you were binge drinking at home, if you were binge drinking and some people do on the weekends, but if you were binge drinking and trashing yourself, you know, every night people be like, you have a fucking problem, you know, shit would go sideways, but you go on vacation, all of a sudden it's socially acceptable just to trash yourself and do jack shit and be a fat fucking slob. It just shows how you, what you think about your life and what you think about yourself and how you care about yourself. Just saying your vacation doesn't mean, why is it always about stuff going in the the mouth? Right? Why is it all about stuff going? Why is entertainment all about what goes in the face? Why does it always have to go in the mouth? You can go to the beach. When we go to the, if we go to the beach, just bring, we bring some watermelon. We bring some fruit and we, Go and we, we don't have to chug a 12 pack of beer at the fucking beach. We can just go and eat some fucking fruit and enjoy the sun and the, and the ocean. Why does it have to be like, and I, and I get, I mean, I get tons of satisfaction from eating real food and I'll feel good. You can go and do stuff and eat real shit. Anyway, um, you're answering your own question, right? I I spent a lot of time on that, but you're. Yeah, I agree with that, Brenda. Brenda says people dying to look good to go on vacation, and then they eat and drink like crazy and come back fatter than before. Yeah, it's exactly right. It's ex- it's exactly right. I love the Nautilus shirt, by the way, in the Avatar. Yeah, they try to lose all this weight and get lean for vacation. They trash themselves and they just get fucking fat. And it's really just water weight, right? They dehydrate themselves and they lose all this water weight. And they go and they have a few margaritas and. <laughs> Inflate back up, tons of inflammation. Tequila shits or whatever. Uh, Let's go back to this question. I remember this one before. Uh, I just scrolled up quickly. The Dusty Dud. Papa Soy. I've always had really tight hamstrings. Never been able to touch my toes. What are some different stretches besides just trying to touch toes? Uh, You need to strengthen your hip flexors, strengthen your glutes. You need to strengthen these muscles, not just reach to touch because you're just going to get tight again. So Jefferson curls are great. Um, Practicing every day, doing actual strength for your mobility, but strengthening your hip flexors is important. So active stretching. So doing knee raises or using a monkey foot or a kettlebell or a cable machine to strengthen the muscles that bring your thigh up towards your chest with a flat back. So doing all sorts of yoga mobility, but strengthening these muscles, not just stretching them. And of course, yoga, you're doing stretching in like isometrics and eccentric, and you're doing a lot of isometric holds in those positions, but it's also important to do actual focus mobility movements, really working on those weak positions of the muscles. I would also check out the knee, hip and ankle mobility masterclasses, but yeah, yoga will get you touching your toes in no time too. dusty dud again, follow up uh, thoughts on body weight training on days. I can't make it to the gym. I don't enjoy it as much because I do enjoy the gym environment and the lifts more is body weight training better than nothing. Well, it depends on what you're trying to accomplish. So is it better than nothing? Well, if you're trying to build muscle or exercise and nothing is nothing, bodyweight training is physical activity, so it's more physical activity than nothing. What I don't want to tell you is I would do yoga because if you're going to the gym and then on days you're not making it to gym, you're doing bodyweight training, you might just be impeding your recovery from your intense training. So if you're lifting heavy weights on Monday, and you're not going to be able to make it back to the gym until Wednesday or Thursday, you're doing like hardcore body weight exercises. You might not be recovering as efficiently because you're straining your body too much, but yoga is total body. Yoga is body weight. Yoga is fantastic. So I'm not saying you can't do some push-ups and pull-ups and stuff, but it depends on what your priorities are. So if it's impeding your repair and your recovery from your previous weight training session, for example, then you might want to back off or adjust the intensity of what you're doing with your body weight. But Better than nothing doesn't mean it's proper for your programming. That's why programs are important because it gives you direction and it gives you a purpose for what you're doing. So just doing something, being busy for no reason, like being, uh, being busy is not being busy for busy sake is not the answer. You don't want to just do stuff to do stuff. You want to make sure you're doing stuff with purpose and with intent. Probably going to get rid of that camera. There we go. Just had to turn it a little bit. Focus point was off. It's annoying me. Blurry. No one wants some blurry Papa. Nor I. All right, more questions. Crystal, period, underscore, 473, underscore. <clears throat> Can the gym work if you go three days a week, but until you destroyed your body? Wow. Well, grammar leaves a lot to be desired. So stay in school. Don't do drugs. Can the gym work if you go three days a week? Can you build muscle with three days a week in the gym? Sure. You don't need to destroy your body. What you need to do is progressively overload. You need to create a proper stimulus that your body will be able to repair from and improve for the next time. So can you do total body three days a week? Sure. Can you do upper, lower, upper, and the next week do lower, upper, lower? Sure. You could do push, pull. You could do push, pull legs. There's different splits you could do for three days a week. It's totally possible doing yoga at home on the other days. Uh, destroy your body is not required. Again, you don't have to be crippled, sore and destroyed. Being sore does not mean you're making progress. Being sore just means you have micro trauma. Uh, sometimes you will be really sore. And oftentimes I'm pretty sore, but yesterday I did a hard workout. You know, I'm kind of sore. I definitely trained hard. I just didn't do so much volume that maybe I'm not, or I didn't do Who knows? who knows, maybe I was better hydrated. Maybe I just didn't do as much volume or the sequence of the exercise. My body was more adapted to, but I know that I, I know what I lifted. I know that I did more on certain movements and I strained my body and I stressed my body and I created new types of, uh, stimulus. That's all you're trying to do. So stop thinking about destroying your body. A lot of times when people do things like CrossFit or just they train to get sore, and that's not, that's going to burn you out. That's going to fatigue you. That's going to stress your body. Because remember, the more that you stress your body, the longer it takes to repair and to recover. You're not building muscle when you're repairing, you're building muscle after you've repaired and then you allow your body to super compensate. So let's say you start at a zero point And, um, as Mike Menser famously said, I think it was him or Dorian Yates, um, but they could talk about digging a hole. So if you're at flat surface, I'm trying to do it in the camera. If you're at a flat surface and you dig a hole and you come back and like, let's say that's your repair, right? You you do some damage and you're all the way down here and then you fill back in the hole back to zero. But right when you come back to filling up the hole completely, you dig another hole again, you train again, you beat it down. You're just getting back to the same level. What you want to do is you want to dig a hole, allow that to refill back up to even, and then that super compensation after your body is completely repaired, your body adds a little bit of muscle mass, neural pathways for strength in order to be able to handle more weight or more reps the next time. So you need to create the stimulus, but also enough for your body to repair, to get back to even level and to super compensate, to build those that capacity to do more the next time to build muscle, a little bit of muscle, a little bit of myofibro, like cross-sectional area, a little bit more you know, strength, capacity, or output. In other words, your body needs to adapt to be able to handle that and a little bit more. So supercompensate means your body is like, well, whatever the fuck that was, we want to be able to handle that next time, but let's make a little bit extra. That way we have a little buffer zone. We can handle that. And then the next time you do it again. So you want to create the stress, but not dig into recovery as much. So that's the balance. That's the rub. That's the, that's the, the tightrope walking is... How can I create the stress required to build muscle and to build strength with the minimal fatigue? So if you minimize the fatigue, if you maximize the stimulus, but minimize the fatigue, you're going to repair quicker. You'll be able to hit again and recover completely before your next session without the, the overtraining risk. You have to find that that that, that balance and everyone's going to be different. Splits are going to be different. It's going to be different as you get older. It's going to be different depending on how frequently you train and how you split your body parts up and how well you recover, how well you're sleeping, how well your nutrition is. So if I'm sleeping really well uh, for a little bit, I trained less frequently. Now I'm training more frequently. I'm I'm lifting weights and more intensely almost every day. I'm testing it out. If I feel a little drained or I feel a little fatigued, I feel all this, I'll pull back or I'll just do less volume. And if I see my numbers improving and everything feels good. I'll keep going and pushing. If I notice that my recovery is not as good or I feel a little more drained or the numbers aren't matching up or I'm not improving where I should be improving, I pull back a little bit and I reassess. So you have to keep an eye on these things and then adjust on the fly and keep it subtle. Uh, Barrett, will I lose all my gains if I put underscores in my name? Uh, I, not immediately, but they will. you will atrophy very, very quickly. Absolutely. You will atrophy very quickly. Dory, my 15 year old son quit football to concentrate on lifting. I don't know how I feel about it. Having mixed feelings. That is fantastic. That is awesome. Good for him. Good for him. Football's football's terrible. I know some of you like football. You played football. I don't know a single person that plays. I don't know a single person through high school that I know. I don't know a single person that has not had a long lasting injury from playing football in high school. Not one. My friends got like back problems or shoulder problems, fucking knocking around your head when it's not fully developed. It's awful. And you know, a lot of high schools, they don't have good helmets or good pads, good coaches. So they're getting all sorts of hit like kids, like five, six years old, eight years old, nine years old, you know, helmets hitting fucking awful. I'm surprised that you're uncertain about it. That's fantastic. Good for him. Good for him. Lifting is so much safer. It's a lifelong pursuit. It's a challenge against yourself. That's fantastic. Any of you that played football, drop your injuries in the comments and watch, watch these comments. Your, your, your son is saving his own life without realizing it. So good. You should lean into that. He's a smart man. Alan in the chat says my right knee was wrecked in high school football. Marvin Lopez, ACL, a meniscus tear here from football. Cerny, my grandson still has problems with his ankle. Elizabeth, good for him. I have a cousin that had to quit in high school due to too many concussions. (laughs) It's already had like five comments in like 30 seconds. Let's see. Dory says, I wish he'd make the decision before his physical, his physical money. If he was interested in baseball or track changing sports, I'd be fine. Our school is so small. We don't have a lifting team. I'm confused about what the problem is. His physical money. Oh, like buying pads or like, did you have to go to the doctor to get a physical? Don't worry about it from a financial. You're saving a lot of money long term. Plus you're going to have your son a lot longer. And he's not going to have like dementia or Alzheimer's when he's older or less likely because of all the head trauma. You'll get injured in all kinds of sports. I got cleated in baseball. I mean, there's a lot of sports that have more. You can get hit with a hit in the head with a baseball. You can get a lot of problems with others. I'm not saying that other sports are, Hey, you won't get injured track. You, you can get injured doing things, but the impact injuries, if you have an A baseball injury, yeah, you can have an impact or a collision, but it's more rare. Um, There are a lot of rules. You can't fucking plow a catcher, but sometimes there are collisions or you get bumped or you have an ankle or, you know, you can break your arm or break your ankle getting pinned against the bag. A friend of mine broke his leg because he got his ankle pinned against the bag in a double play. Um, You know, you can still have injuries, but in other sports, it's more non-contact. Depends, but football, it's like, you know, the, the game is to smash each other. You don't need a lifting team. That's a great thing about lifting is that you could do it on your own. Matt Gibbons. I straight up almost lost a finger, almost got a finger ripped off playing football. Damn Logan shoulder issues from being a goalkeeper in soccer. Yeah. That doesn't get talked about enough. Like from, from all, like the. Like the torque on your arms, like because that's if you're not training your shoulders properly, you'll jack up your rotator cuff. People don't talk enough about that when it comes to goalkeepers because your arm goes up and it's not like as tight as it should be. And the ball hits it, pulls right back. If that's what you're talking about or landing wrong. Um, Landon says, do wrestling instead. That way, if you do get injured, you do it like a man. <laughs> Just kidding. My left knee is messed up from wrestling wrestling. Uh, he could also do martial arts and stuff too, but lifting is fantastic. If you're doing it properly, you're going to be, it's much safer, especially with good form. I mean, you'll get injured. Look, if you're doing jujitsu or you're doing any kind of martial arts, you'll get, you know, you're there. There's a risk of injury. You're doing physical activity, but it's more controlled, right? It's more controlled than you're. Uh, Loretta, I had a lot of girls at work with rugby knee injuries and head injuries. Yeah. Don't do judo. Well, judo is great if you know how to fall, but yeah, it's a lot of impact, a lot of impact. Uh, Mika, it sounds like an injury, bro. (laughs) Mika says not really an injury, but my husband had a fake front tooth because it got knocked out. LOL. Yeah. That's an injury. It's not really an injury, but my husband got his fucking face kicked in. Yeah, You lost a tooth. That's an that's an in, that's an injury. Uh, Let's see, Aaron, my buddy had to have both knees replaced as an adult from high school football. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, there you go. Michelle, not funny, funny, but not funny. Uh, My son received all three of his concussions in basketball rather than football. Yeah, like I said sports are physical. I think we can all agree though, that like the amount of injuries in football is going to dramatically outweigh basketball injuries, but it's a different type of injuries. You might sprain your ankle in basketball because you twist it. That's not, I mean, that can definitely be something you need surgery for, or it could be a problem, but it's not the same as, you know, getting speared on a football, on a football field. Yeah. Hockey. Hockey is another sport where you're getting a lot of. I, I think honestly, I think for kids, like if I have a child, like no football, not a chance. And I appreciate that. My parents, I think that was the, the logic behind it. They want me playing foot like, no, I don't remember. I, I didn't really have an interest in it anyway, but I think it was also understood. It's like, no, I'm not playing football, which is super fucking smart. And this is way be- ahead of ahead of the time. So, I mean, I think sports are great for kids, but it depends. When I have children, when, when we have kids, it's going to be martial arts and weightlifting. So much better. Ah. Uh, okay. Uh, balls deep time. Good stuff. Woohoo!
1: All right. That's
0: deep. Uh excellent. Excellent. All right, fam, let's get into it. Some people are saying, join the band, become a band geek, get all those band chicks. And they're backed up. They're backed up. That's right. The band, you get access to all that, you get access to all that band poon. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm because, because it's strategy, man. It's strategy. Come on, we all know that. You know how people age when they get like they're nerds, and then all of a sudden you grow up to be like the cover of Sports Illustrated. Like, oh, it was a dorky girl with braces. Get in there first, man. There you go. There you go. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You got to know where to look. You got to know where to look. If he's like a football, if he was like a football alpha, now he's going to be lifting, just. Learn how to play the fucking, I don't know, the tuba or some shit or the drums. Yeah, he's up there with his fucking stick, like, yeah. Look at this, with his harem. That's right, fucking band camp. There you go. I agree. Alan says play the woodwinds. I agree, because then you have all the girls that you know. They just love, they just love that in their mouth. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm telling you all the vibrations from like the reeds and the clarinets and shit. Yo, yo, let's go. Let's go. All right. Off topic. Look she
3: looks like she's 19 years old, sitting there with her, like a little lady in a race
0: car. If I could turn back time. Uh, Dory says he wanted to do football then just changed his mind. He loved it last year. He had a blast. Mm, maybe something's going on. Maybe something's going on. How old is he? In high school, kids, especially football kids, are fucking cocksuckers. A lot of bullying. I think bullying can be good to a point. I think you know we all agree with that. But um, if he just changed his mind... There might be something else there. I don't know anything about your son, but there might be something else there if he just suddenly changed his mind. I remember the football jocks in high school. Not the nicest people. Let's put it that way. Not the nicest people. So maybe there's something else there that you're not, that he's not telling you. How old is he? Just curious. How old is he? That's a that, that that's a pretty... That's a pretty sign. It's like, oh, randomly, all of a sudden, you just don't want to do it? Let's see. And he wasn't the only kid that quit either? I think so, as well as... I think so, as well. Oh, you think there's something else there? He's 15. So 15's what? Hmm... Is he a sophomore or a junior? It's like sophomore or junior. He wasn't the only kid that quit. Maybe there's... Yeah. Well, I think overall it's a good decision. 10th grade. Oof. Yeah, that's a that's a tough year. Junior, senior, you kind of get... Well, 15 can also be... It depends on when you start. Yeah, I mean... Junior, senior, you're kind of established, especially when it comes to sports. You're usually you're in the higher echelon, you know, but freshman, sophomore, I remember freshman, sophomore year, you have like the two or three classes above. Anyway, it's better for his health, so I don't think it should be. I I don't think it's a bad decision, but maybe the reason needs to be addressed. But I mean, in terms of like lifting, you could also, you could also get him like, maybe there's like a personal trainer, like a local personal trainer that like, in addition to lifting class, he can also get other types of like professional, like weight training coaching. Maybe he'll get into like Olympic lifting or power lifting, and then he'll be able to master and build confidence that way. And it's good. It's, I mean, it, I, I think, fo- I think football for young kids like that is, it's definitely not good. All right, so let's get into videos. Fam, one, two, or three. Drop a number, one, two, or three.
1: What's in the box?
0: Uno, dos, or tres. We
1: choose truth over facts.
0: Pick a number, one, two, or three. Uno, dos, or tres. Pick a number, one, two, or three. Uno, dos, or tres. Pique numero uno, dos, o tres. All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, Let's see. Who's got... uh, Let's go Wax number one. Wax number one. Wax on, Wax off. Hey. Waxe numero uno. All right, so remember, we do haze here on the Daily Swole. So uh, it's Wax's fault. And absolutely light her up if this video blows. This is called Just Go on a Diet. <laughs>
1: I agree.
0: What's in the box? Go. <laughs> no? We're not going to do this? Alright, here we go. Number one.
2: I have a hormonal disorder. Septima I have pre-menstrual dysphoric disorder and it causes weight fluctuation. I'm constantly told by people to go on a diet, but what they don't... I got
0: to hear that again. You have what? Dysphoric disorder?
2: I have a hormonal disorder. I have premenstrual dysphoric disorder and it
0: causes... Pre... Premenstrual dysphoric disorder. I must say, that's the first I've heard of that one. Premenstrual. So like before you get your period?
2: (laughs) Okay. Premenstrual dysphoric disorder and it causes... Weight fluctuation. I'm constantly told by people to go on a diet. but what-
0: So you mean you get bloating or you have issues around your fucking period? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I will say I'm going to pause this right here. Mama Suolio had issues with her period. She would have real serious things. Uh, she doesn't anymore. She doesn't really have that many issues. She eats organs. She'll have like spleen or kidney or more like raw liver around when she gets her period. No fucking problems like really no problems. Yeah, you still get cramps and stuff like that, but I would say 95% better when she was taking birth, she's not taking birth control. She eats a lot of organ meats. She's not eating processed sugar and vegetable oils and shit. She's getting good sleep every night. She's eating like lots of red meat. That'll make it better. (laughs) That'll make it better. Okay. Also make you not crazy, but let's keep going.
2: I don't know is that I have like 20 food allergies and I eat pretty damn fucking good.
0: That's fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. I'll take bullshit for 1,000, Alex. Not a chance. Not a fucking chance. Not with those eyes. Not with those eyes. The eyes, chico. They never lie. Not with those ojos.
2: I have like 20 food allergies and I eat pretty damn fucking good. Like, I'm technically on a diet because I can't have fucking gluten or certain oils. I can't have.
0: Most people shouldn't be eating gluten or certain oils. So.
2: Red 40 because it makes me sick to my stomach and shit like crazy. I have.
0: No one should be eating red 40. I can't have red 40. Uh, yeah. It's not for human consumption. So it's not that you shouldn't be eating that shit. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I can't have red 40. Oh, no.
2: IBS. Like, I have to be really careful about what I eat because Uh, my body is fucked up. Not from weight gain, but from uh, various conditions that I have.
0: Your body is fucked up from various conditions that you have, or you created those various conditions which led to your body being fucked up. I need more info. I'm curious. I guarantee she's not eating what she should be eating. We could fix her real quick. No, fam? What do you think?
2: reason that I am the size I am is genetics and a hormonal disorder. So everyone-,
0: yeah. hmm.
2: everyone telling me to diet, everyone telling me to work out. Even if I didn't have those things, I would be ignoring you because you're fucking stupid and you know nothing. But it shouldn't <clears throat> matter that I'm on a diet What? or that. I should just be able to exist like this no matter what. But also, you don't know anything, is my point. Like, you don't know anything. I could be living perfectly fine and just, this is the size I am. Why is that not okay to you?
0: Yeah, you sound great. You sound...
1: LOUD NOISES!
0: You sound like you're living just fine. Uh, You got everything under control. She (laughs) sounds like you're doing great. So, yeah, I feel bad for her. Um, Guarantee she goes carnivore. You know, or maybe just meat and fruit for like three to six months. Fuck. I I bet you this shit's done, gone. Issues are just gone. No fucking question. I don't know what the conditions are, but yeah, obviously if she's saying I can't, if she's at the point where she's like, I eat really good. I can't eat gluten or certain oils. I can't eat red 40. Yeah. Your diet sucks. I can't eat red 40. (laughs) My God, no one should be eating that shit. So anyway, she can do a lot better. I guarantee what she's probably on birth control. She's probably, what do you think, fam? What do you think? What do you think her laundry detergents, dish soaps, shampoos, conditioners, lotions, um, tampons or whatever she sticks up her puss hole, right? All those fucking toxins, anything else? Uh, Mouthwashes, toothpastes. What else? Right, drinking tap water, unfiltered, like all these different things, compounded, lack of sunlight. She looked pale as hell. Uh, what else? What else? Getting, yeah, just come on. come on. Come on, come on, come on. She could do a lot better. And if she's interested, whoever's watching this, oh, Papa Sawyer was so mean. Send me an email. We'll hook you up with a membership. We'll get you the elimination diet and help you take care of But Like, you know, you're not going to. If you do, check it out. She could do so much better. Are you pretty damn fucking good? No, you don't. No, you don't. Oh, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, We get the church here. Let's get a little church. Let's get a little church in the Tainty Man. Very nice. Very nice. There's some taint for you. Look at that tainted boy. How Tantimian, Mr. Tainty Man, pay attention to me. Rufus, pay attention. Hmm. Churchy loves me. Do you love daddy? Why are you all curled up? You give me no loves. All right. No love for daddy. All right. Here we go. Let's get into another one. Uh, pick a number one or yeesh, One. Habuba. Number one or number two. Now,
1: once you've had number sex one with a woman, she will naturally two. start to depend on you. Okay? All women do this. What's in
0: the box? Pick a number. One or two. What's it gonna be for me and you? Uh, Alan goes number two. Alan, number two in the Telegram chat. All right. I see you. This is called working out together. Oh. You want to work out with Papa?
3: I cannot believe it's Ah. 2023 and people are still telling each other that a good way to get someone you love to lose weight is to suggest that you work out together.
0: Yeah, heaven forbid you share time and do things that are good for your health together. In 2023, can you believe it? People are trying to exercise together. Oh my God. Oh my God, people are trying to exercise together.
3: Or suggest that you do a physical activity together. Bitch! We see right through that. Fat people are not stupid. You're not-
0: yeah, they're not stupid. But you definitely don't make good choices.
3: People are not stupid. You're not going to trick us into exercising and losing weight. Pl-
0: no one's trying to trick you. We're just pointing out that you're going to die young. And you're going to have serious health complications. Shortly. You don't have to go to the gym. They're packed as, they're packed already. There are a lot of people in there. There are a lot of people in the gyms. I think a lot of you are like, yeah, we don't need more people in the gym. And if you're a fat person in the gym, you are literally taking up more space than someone who's not fat, but you're in the right place and we encourage you to do so. I'm just kind of trolling you a little bit because, well, it's easy, especially when you're being a huge pussy. You're not going to trick us into exercising, losing weight. It only affects our taxes and our healthcare system. And it's a burden on our society. If you trash your health, it makes everything more expensive for everyone else. But no one's trying to trick you. Pointing out, bl- bl- pointing out facts is not tricking you. No one's tricking you. We know you don't want to go to the gym. We can tell. We can tell.
3: Many of us are fat, even though we do exercise and move around a lot.
0: And- <laughs> excuse
3: me even if we don't we know what's on your mind when you suggest that please you want me to be your gym buddy because you're feeling like you're gaining weight and you want to nip it in the bud please i see right through you bitch stop assuming
0: i can't see through you at all i can't even see around you son
3: Fat people are fucking stupid. We're not. And if we want to exercise, we will. Do you know what it makes me want to do when people suggest we work out together or go on a walk or move together? Don't it don't makes know. me want to never get off the couch. What you can do to help fat people is not make it a thing about whether they do or don't and love them unconditionally
0: regardless. I'm going to stop you right there, Mochambo. You have to earn respect and you do have to earn love. Like, you have to be a lovable person. You sound like a cunt. I'm just saying. I don't, have to, I don't have to love anyone regardless and just love fat people unconditionally. Why? I'm not going to love someone unconditionally that doesn't deserve it. You don't sound like there's much there to love. Just saying, I, I don't even like listening to the sounds coming out of your face hole. It's obnoxious and there's 20 seconds left. So again, these are the people I think world revolves around them. They don't like facts. That's fine. You don't have to like it, but you know, I'm just tired of paying for your diabetes medication. All right, why is my health insurance through the fucking roof? I should say sick care insurance. Why is that shit through the fucking roof? Why would it cost me, you know, $20,000 for a night in the hospital? Well, it's because there's so many people out there that are just weighing down the fucking healthcare system. Why are pharmaceuticals through the roof? Why? Why do you need all that stuff? Well, it's because people are sick and they don't take care of themselves. And if you're sick and you don't take care of yourself, guess what? It's going to cost money. Where's that money coming from? It's coming from all of us.
3: Which actually not only helps people to be more motivated to engage in health behaviors, but it also just makes them fucking happier and more mentally healthy. If you care about this person's health, you care about their mental health. Be nice to them. That's the best thing you can do.
0: Look, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to be nice to anyone. I don't have to care about their health. There's no, there's not, look, that's nonsense. It's irrelevant. You don't care about your health. You don't want to exercise. You want free fucking handouts. You want people to just give you free money. You want people to give you free love. You want people to just to give you their time and get on their knees and bow to how amazing you are just for existing and eating a lot of cake. I don't have to do jack shit. You need to love yourself. You need to take care of yourself. That unconditional love, you should love yourself. Again, this is misleading. This is gaslighting, making it out to be like, it's all of our faults for being like, well, you're not healthy. Oh, you're a mean person. You should love us unconditionally. You just want to blah, 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 or don't, or don't go to the fucking gym or don't take care of yourself. So I don't care what the reason is. If you care about yourself, shouldn't you take care of yourself? I don't need to love you. I don't even know you. I know I don't like you. I don't wish anything bad to happen to you, but I also can't say that I really care because of your attitude. You're going to get what's coming to you, unfortunately. I am suggesting that you make those changes to improve yourself That way, but at the same time, right? When your entire identity is around fighting these invisible boogeymen, you can't solve the problem because then you have nothing to complain about online. So, bitch, you sound really you sound really warm and welcoming no wonder you don't have people in your circle you know no wonder you don't have people that love and care about you you sound like an absolute fucking twat so anyway if you care about yourself and love yourself you take care of yourself if not okay look everyone that watches any of my videos can fucking hate me fine i'm still going to take care of myself i'm still going to lift I'm still going to eat. Right. It's not going to change my fucking habits. It, like, why is it on me? I just need to love you and watch you sit on the couch. It just makes me want to sit. Then fucking sit on the couch. You know, you already are. Right. Is that a threat? You know, inviting us to go to the gym just makes us want to sit on the couch all day long. As opposed to what? You already want to sit on the couch all day long. You already do, apparently. <laughs> the fuck is the difference? What are you talking about? If you cared about yourself, you would do the things to care for yourself. Guess what? Someone, I mean, a lot of people have misplaced attention, but guess what? Someone does. If they care about their car, they rotate the tires. They change the oil. They wax are out there, buffing their rims and stuff like that. A lot of people take better care of their car than they do their bodies. I see their fat guts hanging out and they're all like out of shape and they're bending over and washing their fucking car. Okay. When's the last time you actually ate real food or went to the gym? So aside from that, if someone cares about something, then they'll take care of it. If you don't take care of your body, that says something about how you care about yourself. If you don't take care of your body, you're, you don't love yourself. You can't tell me that you love yourself and you just eat shit all the time. Well, I'm here for a good time. Not for a long time. I get that in the comments. I'm here for a good time, not for a long time. No shit. You're not here for a long time. Ain't that the damn truth? Okay. Um, SL Monroe uh, goes back to being accountable for one's own decisions. Do we want to enable people to continue bad decisions or make people accountable? Right on. We have enough entitlement programs in this fucking country. And now people want entitlement for love and respect. Right? Right. You know, we got welfare, we have social security, all these handouts that we're just fucking printing money. We're bankrupting our country. That's just the tip of the iceberg, but it incentivizes people to not improve. It's just, it's incentivizing people to not put in work. It's a incentivizing people, right? This kind of put me on a pedestal for being morbidly obese. Love me for existing, for being morbidly obese, for trashing my health, for fighting for laziness. You want something for nothing. We've raised an entire generation of people, multiple generations, but especially now, for people that just want free shit. You want free money, you want free attention, you want free uh you want free love, free respect, free status. Do you want status for eating too many donuts? That donut status though. You want someone you want a pat on the back for being morbidly obese, like Lizzo? Oh my god, but she plays the flute on stage. You can't even see the flute. I thought it was a pretzel stick. Give me a fucking break. Oh, she could play the flute. Well, she's grotesque. (laughs) And she does it on purpose. That's her gimmick. That's her grift is to be fat and body positive and fatness. Oh, come on. Stop promoting this disgusting shit. It's gross. It's gross. And that's my opinion. And I'm welcome to it. I think it's gross. And you know why it's gross? It's not because someone is fat. It's gross because when people promote it, like it's a good thing. Again, we have people that are obese in the swole fam and they're welcome. I don't dislike people. I'm not like, ew, you're gross, you're fat. The mindset is what's disgusting. People that are morbidly obese and promoting it as if they've achieved something. We shouldn't put someone who's morbidly obese up on a pedestal and like bow to them. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. Doesn't mean they're evil. People have trauma. People are raised poorly. We all know that the vast majority of the food that's easily accessible is dog shit. There are a lot of problems, but again, it comes down to choices. It comes down to choices and we have information and a lot of these people have the information, but they don't make the choices based on that information. They don't want to change. Okay. So it comes to a point where you have the information, you know, better, and you're actively not doing it. It's your fucking fault. The sympathy disappears. If someone like, I have no idea what to do. You were raised poorly. You were abused as a child. You were raised and you're, you know, you're 18 years old and you're obese. It's like that fucking sucks. You can still make a lot of positive changes. We can undo some of that damage or we can try to. But when you have the information, you're just, you're in denial, you're lying to yourself and it just becomes something. It becomes dead weight. It becomes dead weight. You can't have all this information and know all the changes that you need to make and just not do and expect to have fucking sympathy. If you're fighting for this fat positivity and you're fighting for this bullshit acceptance, why would I accept your delusion? I'm not going to accept that a man is a woman and a woman is a man just because you say so. That's insanity. Same thing with the fatic fat acceptance. What does that fucking mean? It's a vague bullshit term saying love me for no fucking reason. I haven't earned your respect, but respect me anyway. Why? Because I said so. No, that mouse does not get another cookie because that mouse already has fucking diabetes. All right, let's move on. One more. He's on fire. That was a good rant. Felt good got it out, got it out, got it out. Last one. Um, cover your eye holes. It's going to be brutal. This is titled trans women in the bathroom. Um, AKA men in a woman's bathroom. I'm assuming it's also, and the comment says it's also illegal for men to go to women's restrooms, right? So if I walk into a women's restroom, I'm going to get in trouble and women should be fucking freaked out. Oh my God, There's a ma- if I just walk into a women's restroom and whip it out, like, yeah, I'm going to piss in here. That's right. You should go into the bathroom of your biological sex because otherwise that's creepy. And we know a lot of people just have autogynephilia. They get off on acting like a woman. Men have, for centuries, have gotten off dressing like a woman, masquerading as a woman. And if you want to tyrannically tuck it, if you want to cut it off or... I don't know. Stick it up your asshole, whatever you want to do with it. Uh, people get off. People have weird sexual fetishes and we're leaning into these mental disorders. And yeah, you shouldn't be around women. You shouldn't be changing in women's locker rooms like that fucking Leah Thomas swimmer. You shouldn't be hanging dong in a women's bathroom. It's it's dangerous. It's dangerous. There's already been tons of assaults in schools, in prisons. Like It's fucking insane. So let's just, again, I think logic and common sense in 2024. I think common sense should run. It should just be common sense 2024. We don't even need a president. We don't even need someone in the office. We just need logic and common sense. We just need logic and common sense in office. Let's just have, just fucking some logic there. Uh, hit that tyrannical. There's tiny tuck, typical tuck, total tuck, and the tyrannical tuck. All right, here we go, trans women in the bathroom. Let's see what we got here. What's in the box? What's in the box? That's a great question. Boys have a
1: penis. Girls have a vagina. That's a great
0: question. What is in the box? The world may never know.
1: Well, then it's a good thing that trans women are not men. But while we're on the topic, let's...
0: Ah, The most absolute unprecedented cap. Um, Trans women are not men. Hmm. You keep
1: using the whore. I don't think it means what you think it
0: means. We have to, we have to unwind this. We have to unwind this. It's not to be mean, but you are a man. You're a man that is with the, you're trying to create the features of a woman, but you're a man. I don't have to say biological man. We know what you're doing and I'm not saying this to be rude, but again, this is that concept creep trans women. You're using the term women. It's insulting to women. You're using the term women to get closer to to say trans women are women. You've heard that trans women are women, just like the whole love is love, you know, trying to, you know, sodomize young boys, right? Like that Nambla shit, trying to get closer to young boys, right? Love is love. Love is love. No, love is not love. There's many different types of love. So anyway, let's, let's take a, hmm.
1: Well, then it's a good thing that trans women are not men. But while we're on the topic, let's talk about it. Aside from the fact that trans women are not a threat to other women in the bathroom.
0: Who are you to judge what a threat is? I'm pausing this again because I'm just going to poke holes in these arguments. Again, this kind of leftist circular logic, there's a reason why it doesn't make sense. And I'm just going to clarify. I just want to touch bases on certain things because it's not supposed to make sense. It's a moving target. It's not supposed to make sense. This is all about compliance. You're not supposed to understand it. You're just supposed to take a knee and say, oh, yes, daddy, may I have another? Oh, tell me what to think. Tell me what to think. Whatever you are, you are up on high. Remember, who you can't insult is the ones in power, right? If you get canceled for talking common sense, then uh, you're not marginalized. You're actually in control. And it's always a small percentage of extremists that take charge and that can undercut entire society, especially on social media when little snippets taken out of context can create such a division and you're seeing a very small percentage of people grab power. Uh, this is literally how revolutions work. And we're trying to, uh, counter revolution, this kind of like usurping of our, of our culture and our society uh, again. Yeah. Bring back the buildings with the rooms, with the padded walls, like extra padding, please. Um, so let me, let me just rewind this. And I, I had a rant that I was going to get into They're not a threat to other women in the bathroom. Okay. Uh, trans women are not a threat to other women in the bathroom. Who are you to determine what a threat is? Okay. Coming from, coming from the, uh, the cult that says silence is violence, microaggressions, words are violence. So what's a threat to you? So trans women are not a threat to other women in the bathroom. What's a threat? What does a threat mean? So these same people will say words are violence, microaggressions, microexpressions are violence. So you can't say that you don't know what someone's feeling. You don't understand. If we don't understand your lived experience, then how the fuck can you speak for other women seeing a dude in the, in in the locker room? Like it's just fundamentally false and it's evil. It's sick shit. Okay. It is equally unsafe
1: for both trans women and cisgender women alike to go in a men's restroom.
0: I can't what it's equally unsafe. So what's unsafe for trans women and women to go to men's for trans women. You mean men. If you're a man and you go into the men's bathroom, look, just make bathrooms unisex, make single served unisex bathrooms, go in there and go to the bathroom. Just unisex. Fuck it. Unisex bathrooms. That's it. Right? Problem solved. Anyway. Yeah, and the word cis, stop saying that. There's men and women. Cis doesn't exist. Stop it. This isn't organic chemistry. Stop it. See, men don't want me in the bathroom looking like this. They want me to go back to being a man.
1: And they're going to take any opportunity they can to antagonize a trans woman in an attempt to convince her to be a man.
0: So this. Now what I'm taking a shit. Like if I'm pissing in the bathroom, I'm not trying to, conv- I'm not trying to fix your mental disorder when I'm taking a leak <clears throat> draining the lizard. Hey, you should go get a therapist. seems like a strange
1: place. To. A trans woman sets foot in a men's bathroom. She is unsafe. The second any woman e. sets foot in a men's bathroom, she's not safe. The majority of women understand this. Out of the thousands of bathrooms I've been in, I've only had an issue two times. And despite what happened in both of those times, I would still never set foot in a men's restroom ever again.
0: Okay. Um, Well, women are agreeable and women are not looking for confrontation. Women naturally do not look for confrontation, especially against a man Yeah, why do you think this has moved so far forward? Why do you think, why do you think, why do you think this has moved so far forward? Yo, most people didn't complain about a man being on the women's swim team. The only reason you don't see this kind of shit going the other direction, it's because women are not as strong or as athletic as men across the board, which is why we have separate divisions. The only reason you haven't seen it gone the other direction is because it ain't gonna work. Ain't gonna work. So, okay, and let's just say, let's say exceptions, exceptions don't make the rule. So for example, this individual, let's say this individual goes in, let's say this individual is respectful to women, isn't eyeballing anyone. Let's just say, okay, I'm glad you're not assaulting women in the bathroom. I'm glad you're not making people feel like you don't know who you felt uncomfortable with or who's felt uncomfortable. They're like, oh my God, they probably piss and they quickly get out. And they're talking to like a lot of women aren't going to talk shit to your face or anything. Why? Because women naturally just don't do that women aren't as upfront confrontational like that. Um, yeah. And as Andrew says, a lot of like in restrooms or stalls, there's not open urinals and things like that. Okay. But that being said, one, you don't know what other people are feeling and thinking. So that's really rude to project what other people are feeling. How do you know they don't feel threatened? How do you know they don't feel unsafe just because they didn't tell you to your face? Um, what else was I going to say? So granted that this person, okay, so let's say this person has never tried to assault anyone. Let's say blah, blah, blah. Okay, good. I mean, I'm glad that this individual didn't try to rape any women or assault them. Okay. But if you open that door to anyone, Hey, if you just want to pretend to be a woman, guess what you're going to have? You're going to have a lot of fucking predators. You're going to have a lot of fucking twisted people putting on a wig and going right into a women's bathroom. So you can't give an inch to this. You can't give an inch at all because even though there might be people like this individual that aren't going to do that, there are many that will, and you can't put people in unnecessary harm's way because of your sensitivities, your gender dysphoria. You can't go into the men's bathroom or don't or find a unisex or we'll make they'll make more unisex bathrooms or you know individual places can choose to make different bathrooms but it's the whole world doesn't have to bend to you this is again it's an attention grab i want attention for taking a piss go to the bathroom go to the bathroom go to the fucking bathroom you're a man go to the bathroom go to the bathroom My God, we have bigger fucking problems in this country. We have a fucking corpse in the White House. We have a fucking dead man running the country. Like, I don't give a shit where you take a shit. No one fucking cares about your problems. Holy fucking Christ. And this is not to be rude. No one fucking cares about the average person's problems. Guess what? Because we all have them. I don't wish this person any ill will but no one fucking cares where you shit. I don't care where you shit. I don't care where you piss. Oh my God, I go into the women's bathroom. I go into the men's bathroom. Well, one of these days, you're going to get knocked the fuck out. Straight up. Seriously, life is not about you. The world does not revolve around you, okay? You weren't hugged as a child. You get off acting like a woman. Like whatever, okay? Everyone's got their fetish. Everyone's got their thing. As long as you're around people that mutually agree, but you can't put women in danger around the country. If you did this around the country, there would be rapes, assaults. It'd be some sick fucking shit. You're a woman trying to go to the bathroom and there'd be a dude in the stall with a wig or a dress on. That'd be some, that's fucked up. So going along with this puts many, 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 many women at risk. And it's already happened. So you can't do that exceptions don't make the rule. Okay, this individual hasn't done anything wrong. Well, that's good. I'm glad that nothing bad has happened. But you can't, you can't say, oh, okay, we want to be nice to people. Well, guess what? You're not going to be nice to people. It's not going to work out. Just like when you hand out free money, oh, we want to give people money. Well, you devalue the currency and you increase the separation between the rich and the poor. Like, this is what these liberal fucking moves do. It actually it makes things fucking worse. It degrades society. You're making things worse. You're trying to save the environment. Let's make electric cars okay. Well, you're causing more slavery in Africa. You're damaging the grid. You're making things less efficient, more expensive. Like every single one of these policies that's built on virtue signaling and acting like you're a good moral person Makes it worse across the board for everyone. Okay. So no one cares about your fucking feelings. You might not feel like you're a man. I don't know. There's a couch out there with your name on it. I wish you the best, but go take a shit where you should take a shit. It's a poo. It's going to stink. I don't care what bathroom you're in. Go take a piss or a shit. We have bigger things to focus on. Than which fucking pipe your feces goes into. There are more important issues in this world. And I'm not saying that to be rude, but anyone could be here. No one fucking, no one cares about my fucking problems except me. And maybe like a couple mama swolio, like people that are, have their lives intertwined with mine, but no one gives a fuck about this person's problems. I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm not asking any of you to give a shit about my problems. We all have problems. Am I the only one that has bills to pay? So do you. A lot of you have fucking problems. Everyone's got issues or things to deal with. It's called life. And there you have it, folks. Or we just put porta potties around and then the whole place can just smell like shit all the time and anyone could go in the porta potty. We just have unisex bathrooms, problem solved. Now, every bathroom can have piss all over the floor because guys can't fucking aim. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Can you just wash your fucking hands? Can people start washing their hands again after they piss? People wash their hands before they piss. Like, you have to, you should wash, like people, or people wash them after, right? It's like you do realize you're touching everything and you're then t- touching your dick. And people need to realize you need to wash your hands before and after gross motherfuckers before and after. Right. And, and why is that going to be rude? Oh, I'm a meanie head. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Look, I, I don't care with this person just go to them. Seriously, how narcissistic can you be? I've been going to the women's bathroom. You're not a woman. You're not a woman. As much as you might want to be, I don't deny that you want to be, or maybe you wish you were one, or you get off on thinking you are one, whatever the reason is. Obviously you want to be a woman. To say that you're in the wrong body is a weird thing. Nature doesn't make mistakes. It doesn't make mistakes like that. There are errors. There are things that, you know, sometimes you have chromosome mishaps and things like that, but it's this weird type of acceptance. We have to accept your disorder, but why do we have to accept your, what you say? Like you're, you're not even accepting who you are. I have to accept who you're saying you are like you, you're not even accepting of yourself. No, I'm different, but you have to accept this. Who needs to do the accepting? Who needs to do the accepting? Sounds like you have the issue accepting things. Nothing wrong being a gay man. Fine. Everyone's different. Some people more feminine. I know there's a lot of shit in the water. There's phthalates everywhere. There's heavy metals. There's a lot of pollution. There's a lot of shit, a lot of soy, a lot of corn. Yeah, there are a lot of problems. Uh, But all of a sudden, nature isn't just like fucking making mistakes. All of a sudden, things are just way off. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you you need to earn respect and earn these types of things. So this whole idea that I'm going to say and do whatever the fuck I want, you have to love me and accept me no matter what I say. It's not about logic. Again, this is not about logic. This is about you doing as you're told. This is about you agreeing with me because I said this. That's why the left is a cult. That's why any kind of weird, insane shit they're all in lockstep. They all just agree and nod like, yes, like the minions. Oh, yeah, ooh, ooh. They'll just smile and wave, boys. Just smile and wave. That's all it just is. Just
3: smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave.
0: So it's so easy to poke holes in the logic because it's not about logic. Right? Go read 1984 again. Two plus two equals five. It certainly doesn't. It has nothing to do with whether it actually does or not. It doesn't equal five. Everyone knows it doesn't equal five. But if they can get you to fundamentally disagree or fundamentally, right? Fundamentally disagree about reality. If they can get you to bend a knee and nod your head and be like, okay, I agree. I just, I'll say it. Then you erode your own integrity. You have to make yourself, you have to justify it to yourself that you're doing it for the greater good. Cause you don't want anything bad to happen to you or your family. You're just going to nod and make all the, all the meanies go away. Right. It's about compliance. It's about agreeing. It's about saying what we say because we said it. That's it. It's not about reality. So if again, it's so frustrating because it's not supposed to make sense. So in other words, do not expect it to make sense. There's a reason why it doesn't. It has nothing to do with facts. It has nothing to do with logic. It has nothing to do with common sense. It never did. It never has. And it never will. It's not. It's actually in their favor if it doesn't make sense. Because if it makes, and, and why do you think? Why do you think the left gets angry, and they la 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 la, and they start screaming in your face when you start bringing facts? Because there's no reality there. They can't listen to any kind of rational argument because it's a house of cards. There's no sense to be made. It's not supposed to make sense. It's Simon Says. It's say what we say, agree or else. If you don't agree, you're an other. And it keeps on getting more and more extreme until it crumbles and always has crumbled throughout history. It just happens to crumble after millions and millions and millions of people die. And that's where these policies are heading. People are getting more and more poor. They're getting more and more, um, you know, societies and communities. They're shutting down. You know, it's shutting down small businesses. Blah, blah blah blah. Whatever. Oh, like all the houses burning in fucking Hawaii. Horrible fucking tragedy that is nowhere near or you know over. Here's seven hundred bucks for your troubles. You know, it's just wiping out communities one at a time, one at a time. Terrible policies. Terrible leadership um, socialism, communism, Marxism, it's all under the guise of fighting for the little people fighting for the underprivileged, but all it does is just keep on fucking the under underprivileged people in the ass. So all these underprivileged people in the streets, you know, arguing, yeah, yeah, yeah. a small percentage of people are taking all the power and then they just eradicate all the people that help them get there. That's what every communist regime has done. It's what every regime has done. All right. Use the people, you know, rise up this. And then the small amount of people that get in charge, (laughs) all the hands that fed them and got them there. Immediately that circle gets really tight and everyone gets, you know, cast aside. So that's why it's starting to crumble a little bit. You're starting to see cracks and people are like less cancelable. Now more people are talking up. It's because the left just keeps on that circle gets smaller and smaller, keeps on eating its own keeps on eating its own. You're not extreme enough. You're not extreme enough. We got to keep on pushing it, keep on pushing it, keep on pushing it. And now it's gotten to the point where a lot of people are like, holy shit. No, I don't want to fuck kids. The drag shows with kids, that's too much. Or, you know, the whole men being women, like, oh, you've you get to that point where you really go too far. And then things, the cracks start showing. And it's always for these impulses it's already. It's always for this it's, it's always the gender and the sexuality. And notice how it's always that instant gratification. It's always like the, the sleaziest, the complete lack of discipline, try to find the right words, but it's always for that instant impulse of like, I'm going to do whatever I want in the moment because that's what I want to do. I want it now. I want that pleasure. I want that dopamine. I want that, right. Whether it's saying whatever they want or any kind of sexual impulse or it's just, whether it's food, whether it's these like lifestyle, it's always about this sexual, the sexual identity. I mean, there's so many, so much more to a human being than I don't care what you want to stick in whatever hole, right? This whole obsession with, with sexuality, it's this narcissistic impulse, lack of impulse control. And it just gets out of out of control ever since the sexual revolution. It's just like, whatever I want right now, I'm so free. I'm so You know, I'm such a loose, free spirit. Well, this is what you get. This is what you get. Here's that free spirit. Fast forward 70, 80 years, right? Is it that long? No, 60 years, 50, 60 years. Yeah. So there's your, this is the outcome of your sexual revolution. Yeah. Freedom. Be free. Yeah. Free love. Yeah. Well, people didn't plan out one to the end, did they now? (laughs) anyway, so that was a pretty epic rant. I hope that made sense. Um, pretty sure I meant everything that I said, (sighs) just stream of consciousness. So anyway, um, again, if anyone's listening, feelings are hurt. Um, you know, it's really not about your feelings, but, uh, you know, when you start dotting the I's, crossing the T's and linking everything together, it just, it's all the same shit. This is why when we talk about, you know, I've had people mention, like, all you do is talk about fat acceptance and fat and stuff. It's just like the manifestation in terms of the seven pillars in the health. It's just the manifestation of all these things across the board. That's all it is. It's. Just this manifestation, but it's in every single other aspect. It's in every aspect, every other, this social justice, it's all the same thing. It's just the manifestation and people looking for those identity politics. Again, you're creating your identity around being morbidly obese. That's what it is. That's what identity politics is. You're literally just taking the most superficial like thing about someone, whether it's their skin color their body mass, right? How wide you are. I mean, you're, you're taking the surface level shit and you're wielding that as if you've earned something as if it's any sort of value. This is why DEI, uh, you know, diversity, equity, inclusion. That's why all these things are complete shams. That's why affirmative action is a scam. That's why all these things are terrible because you are not focusing on the merit of the individual, the merit of the individual. What are you providing society? What virtues do you actually have? Eating a lot of cake is not a virtue. Being a lazy fat fuck is not a virtue. It's not something to be proud of. It's not something to be heralded. It's not something that you achieved. It's quite the opposite. You have it. You are like, it's like, why don't you love us for simply existing? Oh, that's exactly all you're doing is just existing. That's all you do is just exist. So why is that something that should be put on a pedestal? It shouldn't be. Who wants to like, that's nothing that anyone wants to achieve. But they're going to gaslight you into thinking that, oh, this is something that's great. I should be loved just because I am who I am. I'm just, I'm perfect just the way I am. That's a little kid kicking and screaming. You should be loved unconditionally by your parents, right? Your parents should raise you and love you unconditionally. doesn't mean they shouldn't discipline you. doesn't mean they shouldn't raise you with rules and with aspirations and to challenge you to be a better person, to teach you how to handle life. But that's the role of a parent. That's not the role for me. I don't need to love you unconditionally. I don't need to love you unconditionally. That's for your parents. And if they didn't, well, you need to unpack that. You need to find some self-love. You need to handle that. Okay, Everyone's got baggage, but it's not my job to respect you for no fucking reason. It doesn't mean I'm going to spit on you in the street. If I don't know you, I'm just going to be mean to you. No, there's a difference between kindness and respect. I think people deserve respect, but there's different types of respect, right? You can be kind. If I meet someone in the street, like, hey, how you doing? I'll be nice to someone. But if they're nasty in this, like, I'm not going to respect them. Being kindness and having respect for people or different types of respect. You can still be courteous to someone you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying, like, if, if I'm walking into a store and I see someone walking towards me, male or female, I'm going to open the door. I'll let them in Yeah, after you. It's just being courteous. It's just being a polite individual, but respect has to be earned. And that doesn't mean that you're going to be rude to the person. So kindness is different than respect. Respect has to be earned. There's different types of love. You can have kindness. That's like an aspect of love. Like it's a, you know, it's surface level. You don't know the person, but like, Hey, if I see someone random person, I don't wish them to die. Like, no, I mean, I wouldn't say I spend a lot of energy like, oh, I wish that person well. I just, you know, hey, I don't wish them ill. I have my own things I'm focusing on. Okay. So you can be kind to people. You can be courteous to people, but you have to earn respect. So this whole, like, I'm going to what, bend over and I have to use different words and change reality because, I don't know, you want to use a different bathroom you want to wear a dress and have long hair. <laughs> Yo, You're infringing on my freedoms. You're infringing on reality for me. Do what you want, but you can't expect people to play into your delusions. I can tell people to go to the fucking gym. I don't expect most people to do that. I'll tell people, hey, you should be eating more steak and this and the other. Okay, people are still going to eat shit. I know that. I know that. I'm not expecting the whole world to revolve. You know, you can't make people do things. You can't compel speech. And just because someone doesn't want to use the words that you made up or play into your delusion doesn't make them a bad person. Uh, so. Yeah, so there's that. Anyway, you're silly goose. We'll have a throwback in a second. Uh, swole card I didn't mean to go this long. That's what she said. All right, let's give away today's swole card. It is execute more Falcon. Remember, tomorrow we have our roundtable. Join the fam. Solnormousx Here we go, Falcon. Let's go. Fucking rants. That one really took. That one took me for a ride. That one really got me. Uh, scrolling, miss, miss, swinging a miss. Uh, one more time. We're, that's a double today. Ooh, rare. A rare double. Oh. Well, guess what we got here? Uh, no doubt that this individual is executing more. We got Brenda Jean Swolecorn. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations! Brenda. Brenda card winner for today. Very nice. Brenda, send us an email to supportetslinormous.com small card 2655 in the subject, your mailing address in the body of the email. And we got a throwback in just a few moments after the piano cock. So don't nobody go nowhere. Here's a little tainty man for your viewing pleasure. Oh. Alright. Alright, alright, alright. What a fucking rant. I wasn't gonna go that long today, I- I straight fucked up. I got shit to do. God damn. That threw off my whole schedule. Threw off my schedule. Spent too much time raging. Was that too much? Was that too much rant? TMR? TMR, too much rant? Too much ranting, no?
1: Einhorn is Finkel! Finkel
0: is Einhorn! Oh, sweet Finkelonius! Oh, my sweet baby! Oh, who wants belly rubs? This is from the fam. Oh, look at the belly rose! I'll get your little pink, look at that, look at those pink, little pink nips. Look at that pink belly. Look at the bellies.
3: I like to caress
2: rusty spoons.
1: 60% of the time, it works. Every time. That doesn't make sense.
0: I got the one-handed piano going.
1: No need to stop being a lady. Quit worrying. You'll be back on your knees in no time.
0: Stop licking my hand. Stop licking my hand. It tickles. It tickles. No medication
2: except my fucking antidepressants.
0: Let's get a leg going. Let's get a leg going. Almost had it. contact, Churchy. No hands. No hands. Look at her eyeball on me. Thank you. Fucking coast to coast. Nailed it. She is just holding that pose. She's just holding that pose. Look at that cute new Look at the faces. Look at the faces. Say hi to the fam. Say hi. Let me see if I can flip that. Let's see what we got here. I thought I could flip it maybe (laughs) there she is alright look at you look at you you're so cute she's so cute you're so cute stop it stop it stop stop I need to go back and do the show Look at the little toe beans. Look at the little toe beans. All right, you're cute. We know you're cute. We know you're cute. Stop it. Stop it. All right, back to the sleepies. All right, fam. <laughs> Let's get into a throwback. see what we got her uh, let's see what we got here all right throwback time good morning ah. can we have a little rant real quick no fuck you
2: we're gonna no, talk we... about how fat ah. does not equal unhealthy
1: i've seen this
0: before had a conversation with the fellow plus-size woman today all right. i got ba- i got some bad news i see a car seat in the back she's reproduced already fuck we're <laughs> too late
2: Damn it, damn it, damn it! That if the world was healthy, there wouldn't be fat people.
0: Wake me up when it's done.
2: That I am a plus-sized woman who is 300 pounds, Whoa. who the doctor said Whoa. is healthy.
0: Someone's got to lose his or her license. 300 pounds and healthy. Now, I know you don't want to be 300 pounds, but... Yotharo. Oh, Yotharo. Oh, butter thyroid. Okay. Yeah. Three. If you're 300 pounds, if you're 300 pounds, you better be six, five, you better be like six, five inject. There's no, like there's a certain what's what height is 300 pounds. Like good. Like how tall do you have to be to be like, Oh, 300 pounds. And like "Eh, six, eight, seriously, like to not, you know, maybe not lifting a lot or not just to be an average person to be 300 pounds and like, ah, I don't lift. I'm just like within that. probably about to be like six, eight or something like that. Maybe six, eight, 300 pounds. Seven feet. I mean, you could probably look it up online, but yeah. Yeah. Um, come on fam. You're not 300 pounds and hell and like with good habits, you know? Yeah. All right. Hmm. So again, um, reminder, Tomorrow is our roundtable, Roundtable 50. So be there, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Join the fam, swanormousx.com. Let me crank up this hog. I need some grease. I need some lithium on that fucking chain. Oof. it looks like it might have to be reinforced. So I'll get that. I might have to double chain. Fam, thanks for being here. We'll see you tomorrow for the roundtable, Roundtable 50. Be there, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Otherwise, we will be private, so don't miss out. 6 p.m. See you then. Peace of me. Peace, McGeese. Deuce, McGoose. Your boy Papa Swallow. Oh, 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 oh. Out.
1: Crazy flow, need a straight jacket Cash flow, I'm a bank addict Six bank addict. subs, had the bass smacking 808s, had the place clapping Three girls is enough for me So I pull out like the stock crashing Like an IPO trying to purchase me This a private sector, so you can't have it Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy 90s want they sound back So I give rap all these fake rappers As I take matters in my own hands I don't need rapping, I don't need exams. I don't need help, I'm a grown man Now they came left and they so mad I found that young king with my crown at ten racks in the fanny pack.